dirty, 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 Alright, we're back. Season two. Real talk. Real talk, season two. We're ready to jump right into it. And jump into it. Um, I guess I want to start with, because since we took a break from season one, we had to start working on the film festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 Popcorn Black Film Festival. It was super dope. We had over 150 submissions. Great time. Uh, a lot of black filmmakers put in a lot of dope content. You know, it was definitely a lot us looking at all the footage, but mm-hmm. we selected 27, we're able to show 12, and then also have like an art exhibit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. What did you think? I thought it was an amazing time, like especially seeing community come out and support what we're doing. Um, also, to, just to see what people are creating out in the world, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it, it was very eye-opening to see the the level of talent that's out there, and and also just to keep it a buck to see what talent isn't out there, mm-hmm. um, because as creators, you know, we're very close to our work, you know, and, for sure. And and it's like some people are afraid to put their work out, but I guarantee you, just based off of seeing what's submitted, no sh- no shade thrown, but like. I guarantee you, your piece, whatever you're working on, fits somewhere in the world. Yeah, I mean, you have to be honest with yourself. I mean, for what we're doing, we shot a bunch of short films that we haven't submitted or put out ourselves. So we were just focusing on, you know, building the brand, doing what we usually do. Mm-hmm. So watching, well, watching the films that were submitted, it was like, you know what? Maybe we should drop what we got, you know? And a couple of weeks ago, we dropped Corners. Yeah. That was pretty dope, the reaction of everybody looking at corners. If you haven't seen corners, make sure you go out. Uh, I'm not looking at this camera, I could be looking at this. Make sure you go out and check corners. Uh, directed by me, written, uh, sound, design, scored by Oz. Um, yeah, it was pretty dope to actually have corners out there now. And, you know, so I guess now let's move it into the topic then, short films. like. Mm-hmm. What does it take to make a short film? I, uh, it takes a, a good crew that's dedicated to the mission. Um, it takes a, a great screenwriter, good screenplay, mm-hmm. a good storyline. Um, definitely getting like the community involved, you know what I mean? Uh, reaching out to local venues, local, local locations. Yeah. Um, and just getting a local crew together that want to come together and, and create something that's just a masterpiece or it's it's a great way to get your vision and your story out there. You know yeah. What I mean, and you know, start start with the short film, start small. You know, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, however long you want to stretch it. And you know, it's a good way to showcase your talent, showcase your skills, showcase your your screenwriting. Yeah. Everything that you've been working on for a while. You know, as far as getting your skill set together, you put it all into your short film, and then just put it out there to the world, and people gonna bite. Yeah, I, I'd say this to any filmmaker or somebody who's inspires to be a filmmaker. Like, everything you said might also intimidate them because now they feel like they have to do all these jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will also say, challenge yourself to first start super small, like really small. Like, and when I say small, it's like, 
write your, write your own script. Maybe it could be like a, a one minute dialogue, you know, and then if you can't get an actor, act in it for yourself. For sure. You know what I mean? Memorize what you're going to say. If you don't have a major camera, get your iPhone, set your tripod up. You know, if you don't have a location, maybe try to film in your own home or somewhere outside. Absolutely. You know, where it's free or it it, it goes, it matches to the the script that you wrote. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have lighting, shoot in the daytime, like just try it. Once you try that, you know, I think it's going to be a better opportunity for yourself, like to start building on it. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, you put that one-minute clip together. You're like, okay, cool. I did one minute. All right. Let me let me add. I got two angles. Yeah. You know, that'll build confidence. Because this is what it's about, building confidence. Mm-hmm. Work yourself to that five minutes. Work yourself to that 20 minutes. Then maybe from there, find another person who's passionate about making film. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you two collaborate and it might just take you two. Sometimes start small, takes two, then build it to three, to four, to five, and then by then you'll start to understand the art of filmmaking. Absolutely. Um, watch a bunch of tutorials, watch a lot of movies too, that'll help you with like law, composition, camera angles, over the shoulder shots. Inspiration. Inspiration to inspire you, yeah, mm-hmm. so. Um, I mean, I definitely can relate. Like when I shot Uno, yeah, all by myself, I had one camera. Um, luckily, you know, I had some 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 decent gear to work with to create some type of a quality product, and I had a music production background, so you know, I was able to get it much further than someone just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely put me to the challenge of seeing what I could create just by myself, and also exposed to me what I can't do by myself. Yeah. Cause it, it was a lot like yeah. having to, I literally had the phone in my lap reading it, like looking over the script and what I had for the screenplay, like, fuck, I gotta remember the line. And then I'm, I'm sitting there acting like, and of course I'm acting with myself across mm-hmm. from the table. And um, it's just like delivering the line after line. Like I had to get up, hit the record button on the camera. Mm-hmm. I had to adjust all the audio by myself. It, it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot as a trying to make a, a short film by yourself. You're playing all the roles. You're playing DP. You're playing director. You're playing light. You're playing audio. You're, you're doing a, a five-man job, really. Mm-hmm. And But at the same time, the confidence it gave you after you've done it, mm-hmm. like after you put it all together, you're like, oh, shit, like I got something here. Fact, you know what fact. I mean? Like makes me want to do something more mm-hmm. else, you know, and kind of build on that. So... It, to me, it's like how you can build confidence. Mm-hmm. This is all about a confidence thing. Absolutely. And not being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Stepping out of your comfort zone to be able to find other creators to collaborate, other actors, mm-hmm. other people who love film. And then when you have something, being, having the confidence to put it in small film festivals. Mm-hmm. Like what we had with, you know, with Dirty Popcorn Black Film Festival. Sure. You know, we had a lot of first-time filmmakers mm-hmm. um, submitting, and it was, it was dope to see that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be you actually in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, we had animation. Yep. You know? you know, people were creating animation, stick figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all how you get crafty and creative. For sure. You know? Like, I saw, I saw one, um, one video. It was just one camera angle, and the dude was, like, on a phone call 
Mm-hmm. And I did, I, but, and I knew the person, so I'm like, I know they don't got no audio gear. Mm-hmm. And you know how they were, you know how I figured it out? You know how the fuck they were recording the audio? Yeah. On their phone. Yeah. Yeah. They pressed the record, the, the audio, like the voice memo mm-hmm. on their phone. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the iPhones, the phones, voice memos and audio is pretty clean because we yeah. talk on them all the time. So mm-hmm. we see it all the time. Like when people are doing interviews, they'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll hold their phone out. Like, I don't even have my phone. I thought I did somewhere around here, but mm-hmm. they hold it out like, yo, peep this, yeah. you know? Um, and the talk on that, right? Audio. I think audio will separate you from oh, a lot of. Oh my God. I mean, like. Definitely. It's like yeah. you can instantly watch a film or a project or something and you hear the dialogue and the audio and it's like trash, it'll throw, it'll throw you off. You can't watch the film. It almost is one of the, the biggest determining factors of getting selected. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were so many visuals that had good, a good premise, mm-hmm. the concept. Um, some of it even shot cool. But then it's like the, the, the audio is just agonizing to yeah. the ear. It's just, it's hard to sit through that because the, the ear is very sensitive mm-hmm. and, and, and it can be damaged and hurt and fatigued. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the balance between the cinematography and the audio, I always feel it has to be leveled. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you just can't have the cinematography way up here and your audio down here mm-hmm. and have your audio way up here crispy and your cinematography's down here. For sure. Um, that, Sorry to cut you off. No, good. If I had to choose, say if I was shooting a, with an iPhone, if I had the budget, I'd use an iPhone and then use most of the money towards good sound quality. Yeah, I would I too. That option. No, I, I, I would go with that option too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to choose that over... Maybe not. The only thing that I might choose over everything is lighting. Yes, yeah, yeah that's true. Because lighting can really put your project above everything. Mm-hmm. The lighting style that you use, if that's bringing lights in or using using practicals mm-hmm. to create a, a, a look. Yeah. Um, but it's all about how crafty you get. Shit, I mean, even years ago, uh, when I was linking with um, House Visions, we were doing silent films. Mm-hmm. Like, we had no dialogue at all. It was just image, music, and suspense. Mm-hmm. And just and just captions across the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one way to get yeah, no, across. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way. I mean, film was started like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie Chapman days, it was just visuals mm-hmm. and, and emotion and what was you seeing was going on the screen. Um, when I started Dirty Popcorn's first like shooting, it was no dialogue. It was just like you, mm-hmm. just suspense, getting people to like, oh, see the cinematography going on, mm-hmm. uh, adding mu- music that kind of like tells what the storyline is. Like, mm-hmm. um, not telling people to rip people's music, but some there's music out there that you can add, and there's places like Artlist that you can go and grab people's music, mm-hmm. and have the music, what they're saying in the song, kind of match what's going on the screen. For sure. Um, or you can find your local producer yeah. or another artist and create a song. I, I always like to try to go towards the tailor-made route yeah. possible because it just makes it unique. You'll never find it anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Also with copyright, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I mean, we use a nice platform called Envato Elements, yeah. which yeah. has everything. Um, from your sound design that you need, music, stock footage, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, this isn't a paid uh, 
no. paid advertisement either. No, this is not. No, we ain't getting paid for that. We just um, we just you know plugging y'all with with the with the resources. For but, sure. Um, like I had made the uh, the Halloween thing like two years ago, all out of stock footage mm -hmm. and sound design. I just wanted to tell a story with stock footage and sound design, and you basically got the premise of what was going on. Yeah, um, I mean that's a, that's a good one too. You can make a whole short film out of stock footage. Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, you, you I can did. edit together just to understand how clips go together mm -hmm. and just how to story tell. For sure. The key thing that's I want to really touch on this on this end piece of it is storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. When you make a film like or you're trying to make a film or uh, you need to focus on the beginning, middle and the end. Mm -hmm. Not have something where it's just you start it really well and it just it feels like the beginning's just never ending. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it cuts off. Yeah. You know, uh, at, when I say that, it's like, okay, come in with uh, something very cinematic. Uh, one of the tips I'll drop is like, when you shoot something or you're creating a film, music video, mm -hmm. your first three clips should be attractive. You yeah. should come in with something that just instantly grabs me. For sure. You know, mm -hmm. that is the beginning. Grab me, grab my attention, grab the viewer's attention. Mm -hmm. Then in the middle, give me a twist. Show me something that's totally different, throw me off. Mm -hmm. Show me uh, a character has to prevail through something or, or something went really wrong. Mm -hmm. And then with the ending, that's where you wrap it up where the hero or whatever that, you know, the villain dies or whatever it may be in your storyline. Mm -hmm. um, you show the triumph part, you know. For sure. Or give us something different where you might see a villain win, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Just get creative, but wrap the story up. Absolutely. You know, so then you have that be that beginning, middle, and end. And then people can grab and like, okay, that's a story. I got the story. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe let's, let's talk about with our film festival, right? Like, um, you went through a lot of the films. What were, like... I guess some of the biggest determining factors of what you were selecting and what you were looking for for your for your um, festival. First, I was looking at audio, listening to audio, um, mm -hmm. then looking at cinematography, and then I was looking at the storytelling. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in them three orders. So mm -hmm. um, when I was grading them, I was like, okay, this sounds good, this looks good. Okay, now what's the story about? Now there were some stories that I could tell like from, you know, just beginning filmmakers where the audio wasn't there, the visual wasn't there, but the story was there. Mm -hmm. And some, some I chose like that because sometimes the story could just wipe out all that. For sure. And just pull you in. This mm -hmm. one kid's story was just so good. Um, I, I overlooked everything because I'm like, yo, the story's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, I could see this, you know, and most of the time short films are like pilots. You, they don't have, you can come back and rework them. There's a, a lot of your favorite films and movies that we've seen started off as pilots and short films. Mm -hmm. And then they got the budget they needed to actually put it together in the right way. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, actually, that's one thing we should touch on too is like budgets, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I believe, you know, a lot of people tell you like, yo, you need to go get money to create a film. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do need to get money to create a film. 
But if you have your own production equipment and you have your own, your, your own like, your own equipment, pretty much, mm-hmm. you can create what you want to create. Absolutely. Um, now, if you want it on a more higher level mm-hmm. and you want to work with better, you know, more better equipment, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I would say more experienced crew members, then yes, you're going to have to build a budget, your mm-hmm. locations and all that. Or you can give them equity. Yes. Yes, you can. You yes. can say, hey, I don't have no money up front, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to do some paperwork with you. It says, hey, you own yeah. 10% of this film, 30% of this film, because mm-hmm. it's content. And we live in a, a very big content-based world right now, no matter the platform, Netflix, HBO, Amazon Prime, that's, it's all content. Mm-hmm. And it's all being licensed, it's all being used, it's all being um, auctioned mm-hmm. between different platforms of who wants to uh, purchase the rights to, to stream that. So you do own an asset after you create a short film. It, it can be used as content to make money off of, to, to sell. So with that being said, you know, you can offer th- these crew members your, your post-production house team, et cetera, et cetera, like, hey, I'll give you a percentage of the short film for mm-hmm. your for your line of work. Yeah, yeah, you can. Start a GoFundMe, you know, uh, crowd, crowd surf, figure out ways to build that up, you know, mm. show people maybe you shoot that little pilot or, or storyboard something and go to the right people, the right investors and say, hey, I'm looking to put this film together and I need you to, I need this backing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, there's so many ways that you can approach this, but the, the key thing is just believing in your project. Absolutely. Sometimes um, it takes years to get that project going. Mm-hmm. Some of the greatest films, like Squid Games, it took that writer and director 10 years to get that made. Yeah, it did. You know? Um, Look where it's at. When yeah, exactly. One of the hottest so, ever made. Never give up on your, 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 your film ideas and the stories that you want to tell. Uh, have that confidence. And, and like I said, step out your comfort zone. Go to film festivals. Go find other filmmakers. Surround yourself with that. Get yourself on set so you can understand how to make films. Start at music videos. I mean, that's how I started. I started being on music videos and interviews, and that's what showed me, like, film language, things that were on set. Yep. So it, it kind of prepared me to be ready. If you can get yourself to film school, that'd be even, that's even better. But if you don't got the funds for film school, YouTube, Masterclass, there's so much information out there right now. Oh yeah, it's for, it's, for you to like. There's no excuse. Yeah, there's really none. There is no excuse. It's just confidence. Yeah. Really- you know, having the confidence and to go out and step out there and like, Put yourself out there and say, hey, I, I want to be a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a sound guy and I want to I wanna capture sound on films. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stick, you know, creatives, don't stick yourself so far mm-hmm. in the corporate world making dollars when you might have, you know, you started, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to make film, but you end up getting this gig. Yeah that's giving, paying your bills and stuff, but it's keeping you from being a filmmaker. For sure. And you don't even use your gear, gear to actually create any films. I know so many guys that have all this gear that we have, mm-hmm. but don't shoot no films. They don't make any content for themselves. It's always important to brand yourself and make content for yourself. And they sound upset saying it too. Yeah, they do. Like they, they wish they could have the freedom to 
bring their stories to life and have the time to bring their stories to yeah. life. I mean, what I love so much about cinema is um, I get excited about the things most people get intimidated about, mm. which is like the, the overall like deliverables, right? Like delivering for surround sound, delivering for Dolby Atmos. Most people don't know how to fucking do that. No. Most people don't know how to even go about figuring out how to set that up. No. It's, it's capable, you know, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Anyone's capable of doing, doing the research, but like, that's what excites me. So I'm always like looking to conquer certain areas within my art that aren't popular yeah. amongst, amongst other creators and, and creations, you know. With a uh, short film we shot, uh, Arisa Soul, we had to deliver in surround sound. We had to deliver um, a certain deliverable because it's gonna be playing on a projector. Yeah. And like going through that taught us that like, there's more processes than just shooting it. Like mm -hmm. you, you will learn by getting out there in the world and shooting short films for other people, shooting short films for yourself. Because when you go to submit these things, people will have requirements yeah. of, of what they need. And then you'll learn like, oh, this is the process behind the industry, the, um, the deliverables, because like, it's just industry standards, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's not that complex. No, the information's not. just out there. You just gotta want to learn, take the time out to learn. Mm -hmm. And film is all technical. There's some create. There's a lot of creativity in it, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of technical things you just need to know. For sure. And there's film rules and stuff like that. And then, like I said, putting yourself out there, putting yourself in places where you can be seen, get opportunity. Um, that's the only way. And I, I say this ownership too. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have a script in a film and you you. It's up to you if you really want to own that. You know, if if you want to give it away, sell it, and mm -hmm. get the bag, yeah. then the production or the studio house, they make hella money off of it. Mm -hmm. You get recognition, but you don't own the film. Yeah. Um, then they could decide the next film to like shoot with a different director, have different writers, and you kind of on the outside of that. And it's all how you want to navigate. I, I look at Tyler Perry. He owns all his work. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of film directors in this game who don't own their work. For sure. It's the same as like music, understanding, owning your masters. Yeah. You want to own the film. Uh, I saw something about uh, Ice Cube. He don't own Friday. Yeah. I you know what I mean? Like he don't own the distribution for it. That's crazy. You know, so like he really can't make the movie unless he unless they agree to make the movie. They could actually make the movie without him, mm -hmm. with new actors, do whatever they want. Yeah. And that he works so hard to to build a staple yeah. in a culture off his hard work, his, his intellectual property yeah. that's now owned by somebody else. That's why we have to start getting, realizing the independence of keeping um, the content for ourselves and having that ownership and thinking like a Tyler Perry and building your brand and just being patient, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like me, I'm not ready. I'm not going to move unless it's the right time to move. Mm -hmm. I don't care who comes with a bag like, yo, we seen corners, yo. I want to give you, I want to give you five million for corners right now. Hmm. I could take the five million, but in my mind, I'm like, corners is a hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. Am I, am I, am I cheating myself? You know what I mean? Or do I believe in myself that 
the next bag will come around, that $100 million bag might come around. I got that belief power in myself. For sure. I think it all has to do sometimes with what is the plan with the content, yeah. being real with the content. Like, like let's look at Friday. Let's use Friday as an example, right? Um, like, the way it's set up is it, it could have a sequel to it. Mm -hmm. And we, we saw it, they have sequels, and it, it made sense to have a sequel to it. He built, he built, he built upon the family. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of films that are just a feature film, and there's no sequel meant for them. Yeah. And so, so maybe, maybe the deal does make sense to take the bag and then reinvest that into the next idea, which is scalable. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you don't know that. Though. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, you go making a film, and it, it becomes a hit, and people are like, we want another of this. We want another one. Yeah. And you just don't know. That's why I said if you're going to write a script, go into the mindset of writing it, knowing that this looks like, well, like a continuous Like thing. you just said, you, you, with you not knowing, I mean, the way you, you figure it out mm -hmm. is by putting the work out and seeing how it interacts with mm -hmm. the people, with the community, um, and in the fan base. And if the fan base is, it says it's popping, hold on to it. Yes, definitely hold on to it. Um, that's why I said with Corners, it's like somebody could offer me five million for that one thing. And I'm like, no, Corners is like five, ep five series film episodes. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna need at least 10 million for an episode. So I give you, you I, I take the five, you take the film, you now could turn that into a hundred million, mm -hmm. easy. No, if you want this, you're gonna have to give me a hundred million yeah. and then you can develop all the many as ones you want to develop. For sure. Because you can just be in the business of just selling films. Some people are just in business to, like, start a business and sell it. Yeah. Some people... I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with no, that. Not at all. Nothing, you know? Just have a plan what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want long-term money... Yeah. And you want something legacy for your family and stuff like that, then think about holding on to the projects. For sure. Um, yeah, man. Anything else you want to touch on? Hey, I, I think we, we touched heavy on short film and, and some of the business behind it, some of the process behind short films, festivals. And yeah, yeah. And, there, and if there's anything that you're thinking about, you don't know, Google it. YouTube it. YouTube it. For sure. It, it, it's all, the information's out there. So, I'm Jet. I'm Oz Prana. And you're watching Real Talk. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit that like, comment below. Please let us know what you think of this episode. If you got any questions about filmmaking, music videos, sound, anything, please hit us on social media. Hey, we're out here. We're here to help. And this is Real Talk. Dirty.